Shalom Aleichem and a happy Hanukkah. Mishnah Yomi is in chapter 13 of Yevamot about marriages that are not really fully biblically recognized and comparing what happens in the Yivam situations with those. We are on Mishnah 8, Mishnah Het. Mishahaya Nasui Lishtei Yitamot Kitanot. He married two girls who were less than bat mitzvah. Again, it's a rabbinical marriage. And as we mentioned, it was really for the protection of Jewish girls or in situations where there were no you know, no reasonable option to uh, protect them and provide for them. Vamet. And unfortunately, this man passes away and leaves these two young widows, God forbid. When her brother performs chalitza or yibam or marries in yibam, one of these widows, the other one can go out and marry anyone. After all, they're both married to the original deceased husband on a rabbinical level. And also this applies, if the two wives were deaf-mutes, even if they're above bat mitzvah age, but being both deaf and mute, they lack some of the intellectual um, development that a normal person has. So again, their bond of marriage to the original husband is rabbinic in nature, though it is different, we're going to see, from that of a katana. What about katana v'chereshet? One was young and one was older but deaf-mute. Ein biat ahad mehen so marrying one of these girls in Yibam does not release the other widow. She would need to get a chalitza. The Gemara there explains that the reasoning is we don't know which wife the original husband preferred, the Hareshet, because she's physically grown up, or the but even though she can't communicate very much, or the Katana, even though she's not grown up, but she will in the future be able to communicate with him normally. So we're not sure which is sort of the main wife, and they're both rabbinical, so they both need something, Yibam or chalitza. What about pikahat? That's a normal, healthy, able to communicate woman, vechareshet, and one who's a deaf mute. Biat hakpikahat puteret et hareshet. A yibum and also a chalitza to the normal uh, woman will release the hareshet, the deaf mute woman, to be able to remarry anyone. Because she's, she's biblically married to the deceased husband, the original husband. But a yibum done to the deaf mute widow, poteret at the pikachat. That does not work to release the pikachat. The normal woman would need a chalitza as well. Gedola ketona. One was older and one was younger under bat mitzvah. Biata gedola poteret ketona. So too, that's a biblical marriage. So a yibum done to the older woman, the over bat mitzvah, will release the younger one to remarry anyone. Ein biat ketona poteret at gedola, but not vice versa. Now, this Mishnah was all sort of the normal case, if we can call it normal, but Mishnah Tet is going to get into when people make a mistake. They didn't ask the rabbi what to do, and they're trying to cover all their bases, but they're really making an error here. The original husband was married to two underage orphan girls, a rabbinic marriage, met, and he passed away without children. His surviving brother marries in Yibam, the first widow. And then he doesn't know, since it's rabbinic, if that worked for the mitzvah. So he tries to marry the second widow in Yibam also. Or another one of the surviving brothers marries in Yibam the second widow. Now, of course, when there's two surviving widows, we never normally marry both of them. That's not how Yibam works. Only one of them needs a Yibam or Chalitza. But that's in a normal case. Here we pass in low puzzle at the Rishona. The actions of the second brother or the, the first surviving brother's second action with the second widow does not ruin his Yibam marriage to the first widow. Now, the reasoning for this is since it's a rabbinical marriage to begin with, then when they're performing Yibam, there's a suffix, there's a doubt. It could be their Kone Akinian Gumwar. It's a real acquisition. It's a real marriage when the surviving brother marries her in Yibam. 
or it could be it's really nothing until she's older and grows up. So when the first Yibam to the first Widow took place, either that did everything, and now the second act is meaningless, or it did nothing, and the second act is also nothing, so when they grow up, they can go ahead and marry her again, for real, in Yibam, and it will be a mitzvah. The Mishnah adds, Also, if the two widows were deaf and mute. Now, the Mishnah asks, what about Katana v'chereshet? One was underage, and one was deaf-mute. So both of them are rabbinic-level marriages, but they're a little bit different, as we're about to see. So the brother marries in Yibam, the young widow. He doesn't know if that works, so he goes ahead and tries to marry also the older but deaf-mute widow. Or one of the other surviving brothers does so. This does not ruin the first Yibam marriage with the Katana. But the Mishnah compares, If he tries to first perform Yibam with the deaf-mute widow, And then to cover his bases, he tries to do the same with the younger widow, Or when the other surviving brothers tries to do so, So this eliminates his chance to continue the Yibam marriage with the deaf-mute widow. Now, the Gemara explains, even though both of these were rabbinic marriages to the original husband, we have a suffix for a katana, for the minor, uh, the, the young woman. Either that marriage was a valid marriage, a, a real Kenyan, even though it's a rabbinic Kenyan, or it was nothing. But by the marriage, it's also a rabbinic marriage, but the marriage to the Horeshet, we say it is definitely a Kenyan, but it's leaving something over. It's Mishayr. It's not complete because her das, her intellectual development, is incomplete. But she's grown up, she's over bat mitzvah, so if she had been able to communicate, she maybe she would express that she was, you know, fully committed to this marriage. It's just a lack of communication. So it's really a Kenyan, it's just missing something. So therefore, when the first Yavam tries to marry the Choreshet, the deaf-mute, it works to some extent. So then if he tries to do the same to the Ketana, well, he's already a bit married to the Choreshet, and now possibly he's making a Kenyan to the Ketana also, or maybe not, we're not sure. So because of that, he can't continue the original Yibam relationship with the Choreshet, can't continue the mitzvah, he would have to give her a get, he would have to do a chalitza, and he couldn't uh, marry in Yibam either of these widows.